I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Fat hands pulling on the machine. I pulled out the internet cord. Back with you. Glad to be back with you here on a Saturday afternoon. And coming into today, you know me. I mean, I love doing shows with you. I love sharing information with you. I love talking about sports with you all. But Mother Nature did Pedro a solid. I was going to end up missing my daughter's softball tournament on this Saturday. But Mother Nature took care of that. Flooded Rockburn Park up there in Howard County. So I don't feel as bad as I did at the start of the day having to miss out on that action. Getting to take your calls at 1-800-636-1067. To my point about the Washington Nationals, this is as big a moment for this franchise since the drafts that produced Steven Strasburg and Bryce Harper because you're going to pick at number two. You're going to have your opportunity to pick a potential franchise-changing player because there's not just one. Skeens, Cruz, potentially Lankford, all have the ability to be guys that will plug into your lineup within the next year, all three of them. Skeen's probably faster than any, depending on how gung-ho you are about wanting to put him in there. Because if you look at the young pitching surrounding the organization right now, if Cavalli comes back, from Tommy John and is even remotely close to what he was as most pitchers are some are even better knock on wood you get him in there with the core of Gray and Gore with Cavalli with the Skeens all of a sudden your rotation becomes completely different starting next year because I I will tell you this and I said this the other night on Nats Talk Live And it is 100% true. When trying to build this roster, whatever provisions Mike Rizzo has to take because of budget or if there's eventually going to be a sale or if he has to be fiscally responsible and build with super young guys that aren't making a ton of money, if if that's where he's at, and none of us know what the real parameters are at this point, so, it, but you have an opportunity now to add another tremendously young piece. You have a chance that if James Wood continues on this, this graph right now, which is clearly heading in the right direction. It's like the guy that climbs the hill on the Price is Right game. You just don't want him to get to the top and fall over because your hopes got too high for the player and he didn't meet your expectations. What's interesting to note also is looking throughout the system, there are, there are those types of players that could eventually play a role. They don't have to be great players. They don't have to come in here and hit 320, 25 home runs, 
110 RBIs. Every guy doesn't have to be like that. But what you need is players that can play baseball the right way. And if you go watch the system, go watch for guys that are playing the game the right way. Because this team needs that right now as much as anything. They need guys that play the game the right way. Throw to the right base. Hit the cutoff man. Throw the ball. Make the easy play. Make sure you get an out on a play. Don't try to do something, you know, that's so extraordinary and you get nobody. We saw C.J. Abrams last night make a filthy play. Just a tremendous play. Did it help that the base runner was a little slow? Sure. Game's getting faster, though. That's not going to throw out a Cincinnati Red. That might throw out Wilson Ramos, who I saw playing for the Long Island Ducks last night, and I'll get to that in a little while as well. I'm telling you, that Long Island Ducks team I saw last night, they could win 15 games on a 162 major league schedule with the roster that they have. I'll tell you who was on that roster coming up in little, a little while. You'll recognize a lot of those names. But for the Nationals, this is, this is a gigantic moment. This player has to hit. And I don't mean hit 300 or hit 320, as we think Dylan Cruz will have the ability to do. I'm a little concerned in terms of average for Wyatt Langford at the next level, but I have no questions about his power. I have no questions about his ability to play the outfield. Cruz, we could sit that guy in center field right away. Could be He could play center field for you and probably hit better than everybody that's played that position in this building the last three or four years right now. Question is, how fast do they want to promote him to the big leagues? And, obviously, these guys play in wood bat leagues during the summer and everything like that. You want to make sure that they can you know, make the healthy transition to professional baseball where the pitching is better. Though, again, if you see Friday night guys in the SEC, those guys usually end up in professional baseball. If you dominate those guys, you probably have a, a chance at minimum at minimum to dominate. You're going to dominate A ball. You're going to dominate probably double A ball. There will be some guys in, in AAA that I think at times could be a challenge. You know, Cruz wasn't perfect in the College World Series by any stretch of the imagination. But remember, this is a game of failure far more than it is success. Three out of ten analytically says you're bad. Three out of ten in Major League Baseball says you're great. In fact, if you're lucky and like Luis Arise for most of this year, you were hitting four out of ten. That's still below 500. That's less than half. That's less. Th- that's being successful less than half the times you attempt. But in this one sport in particular right here, this, this can be your meal ticket. So for a guy like Dylan Cruz, if it ends up being him, if it ends up being Wyatt Langford, if it ends up being Paul Skeens, he of the 120 pitches, 46 for 100 miles an hour plus in a game on a consistent basis with mechanics that make it look like it's easily coming out of his hand. Of course, here in Washington, we know when we have talents like that, what has transpired here is always going to make us cautious. We're always concerned that that great player, is always going to find a way to get hurt. It just seems to happen. It's as if the baseball gods had something against the Nationals after winning the world championship. We give Steven Strasburg a ton of money over a lot of years. He's going to be paid through 2029. Let me say that again. 2029. Okay? You reward a guy that stepped up for performance because that's what we do. 
Okay, we step up and we reward performance. You could be terrible every year after that. But because you were great for us at one point, we're going to give you a long-term contract. You name the sport, that's what happens. We'll get into some of the things that have occurred in basketball and some of the guys that are getting paid paid mega dollars. And they're nowhere near as good as other guys in other sports who are getting paid far less. But it's why the NBA business model is king. I said it earlier this week on July 4th after the game when I was with you for three hours. Many of you, though, were grilling and having a spectacular time celebrating the birth of our country. But we can still walk and talk as we wish. Always remember that, no matter how you want to disparage it for some of you. But right now, when you take a look at this roster and you compare it to the team at the top, oh, yes, those Atlanta Braves who had two hits last night, two, and beat the Tampa Bay Rays, who have suddenly lost six in a row. But the Atlanta Braves are built not only for now, ladies and gentlemen, but they're built for the long haul. They're built through 2029, which is why it would have been great to have Steven Strasburg, even for any remote period of that time, signed up to your team. So you could combat what is arguably the best team in Major League Baseball. It's not the Cincinnati Reds who we saw this week. They're good. They're very good. But their pitching is not as good as Atlanta's. And their lineup in, in Atlanta is awesome. It is awesome. You got a guy that's gone 20-40 in the first half of the season. Do the Nationals have anybody that looks like that? At the current moment on the roster, the obvious answer to that is no. They have a power-hitting third baseman who, unlike some, decided, you know what, I'm going to take the long-term deal with good money throughout my period here of arbitration. I'm going to let the Braves buy out my arbitration years. Multiple guys on the team have done it. They then very shrewdly, this is where you give Alex Anthopoulos a lot of credit, very shrewdly went out. You want to know why Oakland sucks? Because their two best players that they had are playing for the Atlanta Braves right now. Matt Olson, oh, he only leads the National League in home runs. The only guy in the league with more home runs is Shohei Otani. You may have heard of him. Sean Murphy, the catcher, okay, hit his 16th last night. That was one of the two hits that the Braves got to beat the Rays by a score of 2-1. to one. So as Mike Rizzo builds this team now, seeks to make it better, organizationally having to restockpile the minor league system, we know the trades that have been made in which to do that. We know the guys that are already here at the big league level going through some growing pains. One of them is already an all-star. That's Josiah Gray. So that's a, that's a positive sign. Mackenzie Gore has shown us plenty of positive signs. He has shown us at times he has the material to be a number one or number two starter in your rotation. That's what you acquired him to be when you traded what you traded away. The players coming back have to provide big-time performance. One of those at AA seems to be on that trajectory. Not every guy in those deals is going to turn out to be a great player. I doubt Donovan Casey's going to bust a grape at all ever in the major leagues. He's trying at AA right now, but don't expect it to be spectacular. Kbert Ruiz, I wish he would take a, a page out of the Cedric Mullins book, to be honest with you. I wish he would just stop hitting right-handed. 
just hit left-handed full-time. I think K-Bet Ruiz does a tremendous job as a left-handed hitter at the plate. It, it, it's No one's going no to scoff at you if you play to a strength and decide to hit just one way. Don't worry, K-Bert. It's not your fault that guys are running on the bases. The rules have changed, okay? Pitchers and catchers are now like defensive backs in football. The game has been made to work against you. If you throw a runner out, you deserve double the pay because it hasn't mattered whether you're left-handed or right-handed. As soon as you throw a second time over to the base, guess what? That guy over there has got a running lead. He's got a running lead against you and usually is stealing a base. Look at the filthy numbers that the Rays, the Reds, have been putting up. They're well over 100 stolen bases already this season. So before you grill Kbet Ruiz about the way he has played catcher this season, go a little deeper into what the rule changes have done to the game. Because when the rules were different, Kbet's throwing ability down to second base looked completely different. It was a different game. Catchers had a chance. Pitchers have to do a better job of just staring over there until the pitch clock runs out and then finally throw to home plate. It's a game of cat and mouse that is clearly in favor of the mouse right now because they're running all over the bases. Look at the teams in first place that do it. Arizona, Cincinnati, and Atlanta, Tampa Bay. When Ronald Acuna gets on base, he's likely going to end up on second in a matter of moments. So teams around the league, it's not just the Nationals that are having trouble controlling the running game. And that's that's one of the big things I hear from a lot of you during Nats Talk Live is has there been a regression in Kbert Ruiz's game? Riley Adams the other day had two outstanding pop times on throws to second base and narrowly just missed getting base runners. But it was because of the massive jump that they got over at first base because of the rules now that heavily favor the base runner. I understand. I understand what Major League Baseball is trying to do. Pitch clock, all four. Stopping guys from throwing over more than twice, probably not the best idea. You've now so heavily put the favoritism to the offense. So now if you're Mike Rizzo, you got to look around, okay? Lane Thomas can run on my team. Victor Robles, when healthy, can run on my team. Alex Call can run on my team, but he can't get on base enough. Does a hell of a job running around center field. I mean, I felt bad for Derek Hill out there the other day. I knew the moment that ball dropped between him, Abrams, and Dickerson that Derek was probably on his way out at that point. Somebody's got to come take that ball. Center fielder has to take charge in the outfield. And unfortunately, C.J. Abrams is trying to make a catch running with his back to the infield because he's a guy that can fly. He has made some defensive plays in terms of catches running into the outfield and into foul ground and he has really made some spectacular plays this year. He also made another spectacular play, as we said earlier, moving to his left and threw a guy out on several bounces, but because he got there and had enough on the throw, it still was able to get the player out. So you have a couple of guys that can do this. You just don't have enough. They don't get on base enough to cause the kind of havoc that the other teams are causing right now. Joey Manessis hit for some power last night. He's been working at it diligently, trying to find it, where it went, 
He had it in the World Baseball Classic. Of course, he had it last year when he came up. It's not as if Joey hasn't been working on it, but it was good to see him finally elevate balls and get them out of the ballpark last night. That's what you need from him, at least in the short term. But look around Major League Baseball. This is going to be more than just Dylan Cruz or Paul Skeens. But I know as Grant and Danny talked about earlier this week, tremendous baseball discussion on this topic. And the more, you know, it's just as I've come around a little bit after going to Atlanta and seeing the village of incredible businesses they built up around the stadium, and it kind of it kind of made me come around on the fact that that does enhance the opportunity for the fans, makes it a better experience for you. I was still of the adage: people just want to come to the game. They're 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 okay with coming to the game, and then heading for the exits. But it does make it a good time around the ballpark when you can build it up. So I finally come around on that. I also might be coming around on Dylan Cruz. Because I don't think Wyatt Langford can do that as well as Dylan Cruz can. I think there's some Corbin Carroll in Dylan Cruz's game. A guy that can hit balls that the guy's got to take a couple of extra steps to get to in the outfield, and he turns that into a double instead of a single. He's a guy that's going to get on base and more than likely steal 25 bags minimum as a major league player per season because he's going to get on base or at least I project him to get on base enough to where he'll be able to do that. And at least in the moment, that's where the game is going. You have to help your pitchers by scoring more runs. You know, it's it's just like the Minnesota Twins factor. They're the rare different team right now in Major League Baseball where I don't, I don't need to be someone with a squeaky voice screaming at you on some faux network about betting and telling you to play unders with the Twins for most of the season because their pitchers don't give up a lot of runs. Their team doesn't hit for a lot of power or score a lot of runs. Cedric Mullins robbing Byron Buxton of a three-run shot last night. Michael Taylor's their center fielder. He's great. Made a great catch last night. He's great at preserving runs. He's terrible at knocking them in. He's hitting 210. Great kid, though. Love Michael A. to death but he can't hit. That's why he's not here anymore. He can play defense as good as anybody in the national system. But because he couldn't hit, he was certainly expendable and allowed to go elsewhere in his career. you got to hit in this game. you got to get on base. You have wheels. If you can't get a hit, it doesn't matter. If you don't have plate discipline and can draw walks, but you can run, it doesn't matter because all you're doing is running fast back to the dugout. So as Mike Rizzo builds this team, and I know you if you've listened to me, you know I've been a Skeens guy with tremendous authority all the way. But because of what I watched with the Cincinnati Reds in that park this week, what I watched a couple of weeks ago when I did the games with Charlie in Atlanta, what I watched when I did the games with Charlie in Arizona, I saw how speed was so disruptive and put so much pressure and the, the reason why the Reds are winning, it's not be, look, they ran a guy out there against the Nats the other night with a 6.66 ERA. It turned out to be good luck for him, ironically enough. So for those of you that believe in that numerology stuff and you take it seriously, Graham Ashcraft said, take that numerology and stick it up, you know, where it's dark inside. Okay? Because his team scored runs for him. How many did they score that night? Oh, nine. 
Nats got a lot of hits, but they could never get the big hit. Could never get the hit with the bases loaded, the double into the gap that would score all three runs or something like that. The Reds didn't need to find a gap because they had so much speed on the bases that when they got a single, they were able to score runs. They were able to get guys around the bases because speed is a demon. And what I've seen from three teams that have now played the Nationals multiple times this year, and I've watched how that speed has been so disruptive, I might be coming around to Dylan Cruz now in terms of this draft coming up tomorrow. First round comes up tomorrow. This pick is as important since the days of Strasburg and Harper and Rendon were drafted in this franchise. This player has to be a star for the Nationals because there is star-caliber people right there. And no matter who the Pirates pick, no matter who they pick, the Nats are going to have somebody there one way or the other. If it's Skeens, you got a great pitcher for the next several years. If it's Cruz, you got a disruptive force that will be there at the top of the line. Let's talk about it now. It's a big day for the Nationals coming up tomorrow. Yeah, they're going to play baseball today. They're going to play a good team in Texas. Adelise Garcia hit a home run yesterday. He's going to the All-Star game. A lot of Rangers are going to the All-Star game. But that draft tomorrow is gigantic for the future of the Washington Nationals franchise. Because even with the record this year, because they're picking in the top three this year, the rules say you can't do that again next year because of the new lottery that they came up with. So it encourages teams not to tank like the Kansas City Royals, who have sucked for nine years. So we'll see. The Nats have to get this player, and this player has to be important to their future. Pino Sports with you. 1-800-636-1067. Let's talk about it now right here on 106.7 The Fan. And, of course, simulcasting on the Team 980. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Major League Baseball drafts going to take place over the next three days. Tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday. Yeah, Grant Paulson's going to be out there doing his magic with MLB Network Radio. He's going to be covering the drafts. He's going to come back here. He's going to be chock full of information and side conversations that you're not going to get. Because that's what we do. We hire people here that know what the hell they're doing. Okay? A lot of us can talk about a number of different sports. This one in particular, Grant, Danny, myself, we, we enjoy it. We love it. We cover it a lot. Right now, I'm covering it in two different cities. And ironically enough, those cities are so different in terms of their teams. But yet, one of them is going to want to follow the model of the other. Mike Rizzo is going to want the Nationals to look like the Orioles currently do right now. Every draft pick for the Orioles is popping. Every guy. Rutschman, Jordan Westberg, Colton Kowser. Heston Kerstad is going to be next at some point. All great college hitters. And guess what? Even a guy like Kowser with the Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State Bearcat. They spell it with a K. Okay? That's good scouting. It, it's not just saying, oh, i got to get an SEC guy like Kerstad in Arkansas. Heston got picked 38th round out of high school. He said, no, nah, sorry, Seattle. Thank you. Appreciate that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the SEC. I'm going to take my talents there, and I'm going to get better. And then I'm going to make me some money in Major League Baseball. And that's true. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's a, it's, a, it's a really good product to watch right now up to 95. The Nationals won a world championship just four years ago. So we know what the taste of glory is like. And that's why this draft tomorrow, this pick, is as big a pick as we've had in over 10 years here in Washington from a draft perspective. Because the last time the Nats were... In this type of area, the pick turns out all right. Picks turn out all right. And they contribute, two of them, eventually to an, uh, a world championship. The other one contributed a ton of great play during a lot of good years here in Washington as well. So this player has to hit tomorrow. And it might be Cruz because I look at Cincinnati, Atlanta, and Tampa – and Arizona, and I see how they're playing and the speed that they're using, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is an entertaining baseball. If you were in the ballpark this week, you have to admit that Jeff and Vienna's Reds were entertaining as hell to watch out there. They put so much pressure on you. It was an entertaining form of baseball. We'll see if the Nationals can rebuild their team in a way where teams are seemingly taking advantage of the rules now that are working against pitchers and catchers in a big way. A lot of you on the phones, let's go there. Appreciate your attention on this Saturday afternoon, 1-800-636-1067. You can follow us on Twitter, at Pete Medhurst. Time to rock and roll. We go down to the Carolinas. That's where Bill is hanging out, listening on the Odyssey app today. What's up, Bill? Bill going once. Bill going twice. Bill is sold down the river. Bill, call back. If you want, let's go to Big Nats fan up 270. Chris in Damascus. What's up, Chris? Hey, Pete, you got a lot of stuff there. Um, I'll start with Dylan, Dylan Cruz. Do you know his walks to strikeout ratio? That's number one. You better be right if you're going to start laying schemes. You were right in the first place. Don't overthink it. 
Skeens is the man. <laughs> if you neglect the Air Force guy, I'm going to root for it. And he turns out to be something Cruz goes I'm not. Hey, hey, Chris, I got nothing against the fact that he went to Air Force. You know that. I, I want a great baseball player for, I know. for okay, national Pete, I'm just fans with you. Okay. here in this city, you know? That's what I I know. Want. I know, Pete. I, you got, you, if you were a baseball pitcher, you'd have five or six pitches. You're that good. Um, anyway, that's one thing. So I'm curious about the story. I'm a big believer in the walks to strikeouts like K-Bear has, like Louis Garcia does, whether they're a lot or a small amount. You know, just two walks and strikeouts would be comparable. But anyway, and along with K-Bear and the running game, every, the Reds are running on everyone, so you've got to kind of look at the other side of it. Who, tell me who stopped the Reds from running, and I'll tell you that. But Ruiz and Garcia both look sluggish. Recently, and I'm wondering about that. We have no. Um, <coughs> it would be nice if Joey gets hot. Manessis gets hot because he's the closest thing on the everyday players we have to someone who will lead the offense. We don't have Ryan Zimmerman anymore. We don't have a veteran, productive player to kind of lead that offense necessarily, in my opinion. Um, the Atlanta Braves. <coughs> Check out how many of those players they built out arbitration on. See how many of them are Scott Boris's clients. I think I asked a question about this maybe six months ago. About when did Scott Boris ever have a client not go to free agency? And I think it was some pitcher, Jared Weaver, one of the Weaver pitchers, way back when. I don't know if I just asked about well, pitchers. Strasburg. Strasburg took deferred money. He was a Boris guy. So you know, I mean, the, the player well, ultimately. I mean, look, Chris. The player ultimately has. Just as you in your home, you have the you have the power to make decisions that best suit you. And Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer, guys that chose okay. to take deferred money. But a lot of players don't want to do that. They want that cash. They want that capitalism right now. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. But you know, I, then you name me what any how many of those Braves were Boris clients that that did something. And then, then we got something, but I don't. I don't think you'll find that you're going to find any in all the baseball. Boris gets his players to free agency. Um, and you do some research on that one. I think. Um, By the way, I, here's your Dylan Cruz numbers this year in 2023, Chris. Yeah, you, you'll you'll like this. 104 hits, 35 extra base hits, 69 singles, 68 walks. Just 45 strikeouts. There you go. That's what I want. That's what I want. And the only negative I heard about him, and I'm not certain he actually said it, but was when he said, I don't want to play for the Pirates. Well, if I'm going to be a pro, I don't care who drafts me. I'm going to be great no matter where I go, and that's something I wouldn't necessarily say. But I heard also then later it might not have been him actually who said that. So, But I want the pitcher. (laughs) I I want the pitcher. Thank you, Pete. Chris, appreciate the call. And and look, I mean, I understand why, I understand why everybody wants the pitcher. The pitcher is the hardest thing to cultivate. There are ten thousand field players. Remember, there are eight other players in the field besides the pitcher. So by sheer numbers, we have thousands of them. The number of elite pitchers that we have are few and far between. When it appears a guy has those traits, then it's, it's something we want to gravitate toward because those things, just like great quarterbacks, something else you know about in this town, just like great quarterbacks are hard to find, elite starting pitchers are hard to find 
as well. Bill is back. We'll take Bill before the break. Bill, you're up next on 106.7 The Fan. Hello. Hey, thanks so much. It must be the North Carolina phone system. What can I say? It's still, <laughs> it's in, the, okay, still, in, the, it's still in the 1840s. But anyway, I was wondering, you made me feel better because I was all in as your prior caller was on the pitcher. And, but um, you made me feel better about the outfielder at this point. My question is, if they go that direction, the outfielder, um, would they – uh, would they be tempted to have to? It looks like they'd be hip deep in outfielders in a couple of years. Would they be tempted to have to uh, to uh, trade one of the prospects? And beyond that, the draft next year, not this year, but next year with this. Ah, Bill, you, you, you with, with got the, clipped this, by the phone man again. I understand oh, where you're going. Look, here's the thing: when you have plenty of talent, when you have plenty of talent, you are now dealing from an area of strength. Okay. Great. If you got five outfielders, sure. If one of them could bring back a reasonably good pitcher for you, by all means, you make the deal. By all means. I mean, if somebody, like, look, somebody's going to get desperate here. I, I mean, th- what would be a fascinating, you think, you think that, you know, watching, you know, what's going on at a football training camp is fascinating TV? Imagine having a camera on a general manager at the trade deadline in any sport. I mean, think about it in the NBA. I mean, look at look at all the, the goofy stuff that happens at the NBA trade deadline. And now that we don't have the waiver deadline anymore in August up to September 1st when you can trade for guys, the pressure is even more immense now through July 31st when a general manager picks up his phone. I would love to hear the conversations on the other end of the phone when people are calling Mike Rizzo, as it pertains to Lane Thomas. Two more years of team control you'd get with that player. And some general manager might be desperate enough to give you something that you never expected on the other end of the phone. If you look at your notes on and, and your scouts notes on players around the league, and you see a guy that's kind of high on a chart, and that general manager says, hey, I'll give you player X. Just as, just as if the Pittsburgh Pirates pick Max Clark at the top of this draft tomorrow, high school player, okay, because they don't want to get in, involved with a high, sal- high bonus for one of these really good college players here at the top, then, you, <laughs> then you're, you're going to – Mike Rizzo and his scouting staff are going to need towels, champagne goggles, because if they have Skeens, Langford, and Cruz to choose from, my goodness, how exciting would that be? By the way, Wyatt Langford, another guy, Chris in Damascus. Okay, 26 home runs last year, 21 home runs this year. Why is that, you ask? Well, his at-bats were down by 20 because he walked 20 more times. He walked 56 times this year and only had 44 strikeouts. He had 52 extra base hits, 36 singles. In many ways, those numbers, okay, those numbers every bit, you know, from a hitting standpoint, the same as or better than Dylan Cruz, certainly more extra base hits in a situation like that with those numbers. I mean, the numbers don't lie in that situation. Langford had nine steals. So it's a a case – and Cruz, by the way, he didn't run as much over his last two years. He had 12 steals his first year, five last, six this. Was only caught stealing twice last year, 
and was a perfect six for six this year in terms of steals. So, again, that's why when you look at the numbers on those three guys, it doesn't matter which way you go. You're getting a guy. You're getting a guy. Okay? Not just a guy. You're getting a guy in that situation. It's an important draft for the Nationals. Your thoughts on what they do, whether it's the pitcher or either one of the field players, if they have the opportunity to make that choice. 1-800-636-1067. Pete on Sports with you till 335, taking up the Nats baseball. Charlie and Dave at that time as the Nats take on the Rangers down at the stadium this afternoon. And you're listening to it right here in your home for Nationals baseball, 106.7 The Fan and simulcasting on the Team 980. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Draft coming up tomorrow for the Nationals. Important. This hit has to go. Has to be a great player. Because if James Wood continues on the trajectory he's on, this draft pick hits you're, you got a shot. The, the thing right now with this team playing under Davey Martinez, guys are playing hard. These guys are trying. These guys are giving great effort every time out. Effort is not the issue with this team right now. Fundamentals at times are, no doubt about that. And you, you can hear the exasperation in Davey Martinez's voice when he is questioned by, the Nats press corps about some of the things that go on during the course of the game. And when you, when you're down on the field before the game and you, you talk to the coaches and you talk to the manager and you talk to them about the things that they go over with the team. Now, remember, I know these are pros, but there's still an element of coaching. These, these, these men and women that are coaching now in major league baseball, they, they coach players. They, they call them out. Now, Davey's not going to, you know, mug one of his guys to the media. You know, I mean, every now and then you'll, you'll understand by the tone of Davey's voice that he was exasperated by the actions of a player. I think we've, we've all seen that and heard that. But he's never going to destroy one of his guys in the media. That's just not Davey's take. It's just like, you know, a lot of you 
want Davey to go out there and rip umpires a new rear end when they seemingly screw Nationals batters on what has seemingly been a, a regular basis. But that's just not Davey's – it's just not the way he goes about his business. And, and, and trust me, the things that are happening, these coaches talk about it with them over and over again to the point of exasperation. And unfortunately, at some point, these players will play their way off the roster because they're – there will eventually be more talented guys coming behind them once they're ready. That, but until you have that, you can't jettison these guys, you know, right now because, as we've seen, they've given other players an opportunity. Those guys not taking advantage of it. And if those guys don't take advantage of it, you look deeper down, you know, the farm system, and you just don't have anybody that's ready to do that. Let's got the mic from Alexandria here before we get to the top of the hour. Mike, you're up next on 1067 The Fan. Hello. Hey, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I like schemes. Uh, I think the learners have been burnt, though, with all that money they gave Corbin and Strasburg. And uh, what upset me about the Nats were that they were, uh, you know, they let Turner go and and also uh, Harper. And those were guys, you know, certainly Harper was drafted. But I felt like the everyday players – the guys who are going to play every day should be, and Soto, not to mention Soto, should, you know, you want to pay, they're, they're playing every day. And if they're producing, they should get more money than a pitcher. Most of the pitchers that come out now are throwers. They're not pitchers. And, most, and a lot of them have already had Tommy John. I understand the importance of them. And, and to your point about the pitch clock, I think that's great because you have to have rhythm in any sport, and I played for him at ex-major leaguer, and he told all our pitchers, work work quickly, throw strikes, and change speed. And then he would get us together as a team, and he would say, how are you guys going to handle that curveball? And his answer was, you hit that first fat fastball. All the great hitters make pitchers work so that they can get that one or two good fastball count where they can, they can put wood to it. Mike, it's a good perceptive call, and I'll tell you why. We appreciate the call. Sitting down with, at the batting cage a couple of weeks ago down in Atlanta, talking to Darnell Coles about hitting. And, you know, it, it, I mean, this is so simplistic, but it is 100% right. 100% spot on, correct, right. You know every pitcher is trying to get ahead. You know that first pitch is going to be in the strike zone or – the plan is for it to be in the strike zone. Now, it could be a curveball. It could be a slider. It could be a fastball. It could be a splitter. It could be a sinker. It could be a cutter. Okay? It could be something that moves. And let's face it, a man throwing a baseball upwards of anywhere from 85 or higher, curveballs in the 70s that move a drastic amount are very difficult to hit at this level. Because let, let's remember, these are the best in the world at playing this game. They can make the ball do dazzling things. But we know... We know that first pitch is going to be somewhere in the strike zone. Darnell Coles tells his batters, hey, let's go get that first strike. Let's dictate to the pitcher. Let's not let him dictate to us. And it's so right. It's so, so correct. Because he throws a strike, you're behind 0-1, now you're chasing bad pitches. The other night, bases loaded, less than two outs. What happens? The next two batters badly chased pitches out of the strike zone. Is that is that a, a Davey Martinez problem? Is that a Darnell Coles problem? No. No. You get behind the count, that guy's going to throw you nasty stuff. 
He'll throw you nasty stuff. So uh, I know some of you take the coaches to task and take the manager to task. This is not a manager issue. It's not a hitting coach issue. It's not a Jim Hickey issue. It's not a Jim Hickey issue when a guy stands out on the mound and is afraid to throw strikes. Won't throw the ball in the strike zone at all. I know you're not trying to throw it down the middle, but at least try to hit a corner because that's where you want to be. You want to be in the outer third or the inner third. You don't want to be right in the middle. We know that. But when you constantly miss, you walk guys, and all of a sudden somebody bangs one into the gap, you're down 3 nothing, and you're chasing the game right away. That's not a Jim Hickey issue. Jim Hickey's not telling him to throw sliders that break two feet outside for ball four. That's, that's not a coach's issue. That's an execution issue. So let's be careful where we lay the blame in situations like this. And so, I mean, for those of you that think changing the manager or the pitching coach or the hitting coach right now, I don't think that would have anything to do with this because they're not up at the plate swinging. They're not on the mound throwing. 1-800-636-1067. Coming up next, the NBA business model. It is fantastic. And, oh, by the way, did you see the big fella get dunked on last night? We'll talk about that next. 1-800-636-1067. Speed on sports with you till 335 right here on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 